Bueller, 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 Bueller. Good morning. Up and at him. It's that time. What time is it? Kentucky Roll Call. I'm so excited. I'm so excited. With Walker and Roush. Welcome to Wild and Crazy Guys. Hello, everybody. Happy Wednesday to you. September 29th, 2020. You're listening to Kentucky Roll Call here on Big X Sports Radio. 96 1 FM, 1450 AM. TJ Walker, Nick Roush, Justin Kalen on your wacky Wednesday morning. Justin Kalen, how are you? I am extremely tired. My dumbass bet on the Giants baseball game last night. So, of course, I had to stay up to see how that played out. No, there is nothing worse than staying up late for a freaking baseball game, guys. Nothing worse. (laughs) I'm I'm okay to do it for football. Baseball, it's just, that's just dumb. Well, why'd you do it then? Because my bet was winning and I just had to see it play out. Yeah, but you could wake. I mean, the bet's going to either win or lose whether or not Justin Kalen lays eyes on it. It was one of those things that I wanted to know last night as opposed to waking up this morning and seeing it. I don't know. It was an all-around just bad decision. Well, did you win the bet? I did win the bet. Yeah. Yeah. And I actually actually bet on the Giants twice. So it, it ended up working out. The tiredness is worth it. Oh, goodness gracious. All right. Sounds electric. Nick Roush, how are you? Uh, I'm not as rich as Scoots is after placing some some smacker rollies on uh, a baseball game. Have never placed a wager on a baseball game. Don't think I ever will. That's Probably a good dumb. call. That's kind of dumb. No, I mean, why would I bet on baseball? I don't like. Actually, Nick, baseball is pretty easy to bet on if we're being honest. I just don't care for baseball. Like, I you just, don't have I, to care for it. You just have you, to care for money. You've never yeah. bet on anything that you didn't care about. <laughs> I, I, that's incredibly hard to believe yeah i really only bet things that i think i know pretty well like i don't even really bet that much basketball like i mean I, i'll do a little nba during the playoffs and college basketball kills me uh i did all right during the ncaa tournament last year but yeah i mean i i mostly just bet football I think it's fair to question how big of a, and I'm sure you don't care, but how big of a sports fan you are if you don't like playoff baseball. Yeah, I mean, I'll watch like a game or two, and it it just depends. Like, usually it comes down to who are the teams that are contending. Like, the Rays, aren't they one of the best records in baseball? Who gives a damn about them? Like, I, I could, who cares? Well, do you care about the New York Yankees? Yes, like, I would like if the Yankees are really good and they have people I hate, I will cheer against them. Uh, like I got into the Cubs World Series run a few years ago, uh, but yeah, I just I don't know. It's I I I don't think I'm going to take the time to try to unwind how inconsistent you're being. So you don't like underdogs? Uh, I just don't. I mean, some of them, no. Yeah, it it really varies. You like underdogs in big markets. You're cool with that. I just don't like the Rays at all. I, okay. I don't, um, which I think you can get behind. Um, like if the Arizona Diamondbacks were good, I would just, who cares? May, the Padres, is Slam Diego, are they going to make the playoffs? No, they like completely fell off. Uh, um, okay. It was like a three-horse race between them, the Giants, and the Dodgers in a really loaded. Cardinals. In L. West, uh, no, no. Giants are winning the division. Cardinals, Dodgers, and Padres. Oh, 
No, no. Um, I'm talking about the, oh, the in the division. The, yeah, the NL West race. The Cardinals aren't in the NL West. Um, they're in the NL Central. But uh, the the Padres <laughs> completely fell off. So now it's a two horse race, and I think the Dodgers are two games back, if I'm not mistaken. But uh, yeah, the, the people forget about the the Padres just in general. Yeah, they do. They do. You know what I think the thing is, too, uh, with just betting baseball? And the same would apply to soccer because I've never bet a soccer game either. That is so I weird. I think it's the the low numbers that freak me out. Didn't we like have – didn't we all get the Uruguay shirts and we all put bets on Uruguay? Okay, well, then maybe I bet on Uruguay, uh, <laughs> what was that, three years ago or whatever it was. But, like, I, yeah. I'm not consistently betting – Half point spreads, you know what I mean. I I think the small numbers really do kind of freak me out. Oh, again, so much to unwind and unpack here. Probably best just to leave it. Roush is a football betting man, I think is what he's well, trying to get across. Can't baseball, get into suck it. Now the weird thing is now the the now coming back to Roush's side here. The weird thing is, Justin, we do have football, not necessarily every single night of the week. Like baseball is. If you want to throw some cash on a playoff game, I'm not going to hold you to that. But why are you betting baseball now that football's back? Baseball is like the 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 mistress, if you will. But but the wifey's back home. No need to to go to the side piece anymore. Yeah, no, I, and I I get your sentiment there. But I had a really good Saturday, really good Sunday, and I even did pretty good on Monday. So I was trying to keep that train rolling, which mm. I did. And now with vacation coming up, now I've got a goal to get my account to a certain number so I could pull a certain oh, number out and man. just use it for vacation funds. I like what's, this. What, what's the number? Uh, I'm shooting for 600 so I can pull out four. Mm. Oh, 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 okay. All right. I, like All right. I don't know. I, I really feel like I'm not being grouchy. I feel kind of the same that I have. Not really bad, but still sneezy, snotty, that, you know, the whole nine yards on that front. Um I don't know if I'm just being grouchy coming after both you all today, but I'm I'm mildly annoyed with a couple things. Of course, Roush, it's always people who aren't sharing their bets with anybody that's on hot streaks, right? It always works out that way. <laughs> Secondly, so thanks a lot, Justin. Secondly, didn't somebody reach out to you on Monday night with a lock and it mm. hit, and you have followed that up with this romping success that you've kept strictly to yourself? Mm. Well, I didn't bet what you told me to. So I know. that's my point is that like I, I mean, gave if, you a lock, you completely ignored it and here, you haven't given me diddly diddly. Here's my thing. I'm way more hesitant about giving out betting picks because I don't want to feel like a Jack a when they lose, you know, that's I, I, I don't take your betting picks as Moses on high talking to a burning bush. Justin, I, no, I know that last week you probably should have. Well, <laughs> that's my point is how am I going to know if I don't if I don't know. If if Justin texted, we have a little obviously we have a group message uh, with with Roush, Justin, and myself just about the the show and other nonsense. And Justin, if you send me a bet on that, I'd probably bet it. Okay, I will. Uh, I will try to do better in the future. One other, the Yankees yesterday were plus odds for what it's worth. Jeez, but how are you oh. gonna bet it? Because you live in Kentucky and you all can't bet. 
Well, and I guess at the end of the day, that that's really the <laughs> overlying theme that uh, I guess it doesn't matter for us, us peasants on this side of the Ohio. But uh, the Red Sox lost to the Orioles. Can't afford that. Uh, How the hell does that even happen? The Orioles haven't even won 50 games. And Chris Sale is pitching, too. Right. Uh, it, like, and the, the defense was fine for the most part. It was the offense. The bats went missing. Uh, I I don't know, Justin. The Red Sox, the Yankees, I think took everything from them. Uh, I don't know. They've they've got an easy they've got an easy finale the the final five games, but uh, that included last night too, and they lost that one. So so who freaking knows? Who would have thought we'd first spend the first ten minutes of the show talking baseball? That's right. Not me. That's for sure. Uh, <laughs> Roush, we've got a lot of UK news to talk about. We're at the midweek point now as we preview an absolutely colossal Florida game, probably put the, the bulk of the South Carolina game behind us in terms of analysis and all that good stuff. Turn our attention towards the Gators. Gator hater week continues. We've got a lot to discuss on that front. But first, we need to kind of finish – Everything we talked about yesterday regarding the six UK players, because it does seem like, at least for now, either that book is closed or at least a certain chapter of that book is closed with the players not only returning to practice, but all charges being dismissed. Correct. The or I, jury, I forget the yeah the, the, the grand the grand jury declined to indict them on their charges. There so you go. They, There's they, the, they, the legal the mumbo jumbo were dropped. Uh, the six players had their names cleared. Um, now, the the one thing I was actually talking to one of the parents, and it's it's the part in this that really stinks, and I, I think that got lost on some doofus whenever this was happening. That, like, even though there's not any criminal charges, they don't have to go to court. There's not the threat of you know like all of the legal implications you Google any of these kids names from now until forever. And that's going to be the first thing that comes up. You're going to have to do a lot to bury that in the Google searches. You're just going to, um, when you're getting a job after you play, I mean, it, it's, it stinks. It stinks for these kids that, um, uh, you know, and one night that they, I mean, Stoops at least said at one point too, that like they never thought it was going to get this far to this point. Maybe for one guy, and uh, I mean, I think we all know which guy that was talking about. It could have gone somewhere in the legal realm, um, but not all six. So they end up missing just a, a, a little more than a month at the start of the season. The charges came down about two weeks prior. Uh, Stoops revealed yesterday that they actually started practicing uh, last week, uh, which uh, I found to be interesting. And part of his explanation was, well, we knew they had a hearing coming up, and we wanted to give them a head start on the acclimatization period. So you have to have X amount of if you if you've been sidelined for so long, you have to have X amount of practices with uh, helmets on and shoulder pads and kind of easing their way in. I don't think you know. I, I hopped on Jatan McLean's Instagram live video. He's already talking about you know he's going to be playing Saturday. You know. I, Stoops pumped the brakes a little bit about how ready some of them will be because the difference in game speed versus you just got back to practice a week ago speed is a lot different. Um, you know, the, the the conditioning they're in, hey, it's just they've been out a while. So they're a little hesitant to see how much impact will be made. But um, there was a sense of relief 
that they were they're back. They're back now, uh, and they can start to put this uh, situation behind them. Uh, it's not going to happen overnight, but they can slowly get things back to normal. Sorry, I left myself on mute there. I really like the picture of Jatan McLean's mom. Yeah, that's the stuff I think people kind of forget about that whole side of stuff. And as you were saying, any job interview could be liable to bring this up and say, can you tell me what happened in that fight? Like, what was your role in that? They, they could be asked about it the rest of their life. And in a perfect world, maybe they go out there sooner than later. Hell, if it wants to be Saturday, I'm fine with that as well. And can start having football news stories and articles and highlights start to kind of pump down this. But you're right that it's probably always going to to be there with those players, and that's unfortunate. Is, is there any... You know, I guess since charges were filed, this would be on their record. Can they get that expunged? Yeah, that that I'm not I'm not sure. I don't I don't really know how the record thing works, and I I didn't understand it when I was a kid either. When they would talk about your permanent record, I felt like that was a big staple of '90s Nickelodeon shows. Oh, that's actually a great point. We were total, Justin. I wonder if you feel the the same way. Absolutely. We, we were totally led to believe as students, really starting maybe in kindergarten, is that there's going to be this record with your name on it, and every time you pick your nose, it's getting put in that record. Anytime you do something wrong, it's getting put in that record. And we were led to believe that that bad boy would be going through college, like it'd just be one one little folder with every uh, transgression, misdeed that we've ever done would be recorded. Good point there to talk about the record there Roush yes because I don't really know how those things work um but you know uh like oh man I forget like Seth from Superbad people don't forget and neither does Google that that was the one that that really hit home for me last night it's like you know these kids they they can move forward they can kind of get back to normal um but not completely not entirely and you know I like that's why I couldn't feel bad yesterday when people were giving Deputy Doofus a hard time, and they're going to continue to give him a hard time. It's like we never knew the uh, exact facts of what happened. It was just a he said, she said kind of thing, which made it pretty dumb to like. I, I would think, I would hope that they they'd take, need more evidence than that to charge people. But when you're getting a he said, she said of a frat fight, taking sides and hoping some kids like. Some 18, uh, they were all second year players hoping a bunch of 19 year old kids like go to jail. You know, that stuff, man, I just, it's, it's just gross. It's just real gross. So glad that we don't have that many dinguses in our, we have a Hoosier dingus, we have a scooter dingus, but glad that most folks have more of a sense of reality. Um, than that one idiot and you know what I, yeah. i'm glad that he was getting roasted he's he's still like not completely backing down but i, I think Nick, he's just going to tweet through it and try to try to move on and hope people forget i brought this up before but i'm a dingus he's a doofus oh, completely okay. different i do not want to be clumped together that okay, is, to that is totally different that apples and totally oranges different. yeah, yeah. Be being, a d being a dingus is like you get that's a guy you give a noogie to and you're like oh come here dingus and you know you give you like you like the dinguses the doofuses are where you really you don't you don't want to be around a doofus 
Nobody no. wants to be around a doofus. And I think after either today or once all this kind of calms down, maybe after this week, we'll, we will act like Deputy Doofus doesn't exist because – it's the best I, way to, you know, I think, it. I think yeah. he started this shtick as somebody that was, I'm going to, I'm going to do whatever I can to be known in this town as a media member. And if that means saying outlandish, ridiculous things coming after the rivals, I'll, I'll do those things. I'll make whiny excuse, you know, like the helicopter stuff at Clemson, the cheerleaders being too loud. You know, I'll be, I'll be that goober of a media member that I, you know, I'm not too proud. I don't care. I'll do what I need to just to get my foot in the door. Well, he got his foot in the door. He got, you know, if you're if you are a U of L fan and you've ever legally written something on the internet regarding U of L, you are given a radio show uh, in this town. Yep. You just you 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 get it. Like it's you don't even get a choice to say yes to it. They hand it to you, and you're like, damn it. All right, well, I guess I got to do radio now. So uh, he worked his way into radio with that way because he did write words on the internet about U of L, Louisville man. Which, by the way, I found the, yes. the total the the whole written part. So maybe oh, okay. maybe we'll read that today because we re- we read parts of it. I don't know. Can you ever not read Louisville man enough? No, no, it really is just uh, it's 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 nonstop laugh out loud funny. Because there's really a lot of there, you would question if he's being a Louisville man in this instance regarding the Kentucky six players. Yeah. Oh man. Oh wow. That's a very good point because I believe there's quotes in there about integrity and honor and all sorts of other mumbo jumbo. Yeah, yeah, a lot of mumbo jumbo. Is hey, that you know, really what led to his radio show? Uh, again, by I mean, law, if you write anything about U of L on the internet, you are given a radio show in this town. So, yeah, that's how he got. That's Louisville man got him on the air. That's wild. Have, you haven't even heard the whole thing, Justin. I haven't. No. Yeah, but we, the, uh, the pieces I have heard are pretty terrible. No, it's really bad. Super <laughs> embarrassing. I could totally see why somebody would want this scrubbed off the internet. Yeah, I, I've given my two sense on the whole thing it, it is really gross uh we do a good job on this radio show keeping sports in the escape bubble that it is like sports and things that go on with these players i always say real life versus sports life but it, it is real life you know that people roush has his livelihood on the stake in regards to sports so many people do it, it, and, and you tell these college kids that it's not real real life but what happens on the field wins and losses, recruiting, coaching changes, coaching searches, that is in its own bubble. Real life is people being sent away to jail. Uh, uh, me, it, it could be anything, false charges, real charges. That's real life. And just to so to disregard, I guess, human emotions and human, human feelings in the name of rivalry, is pretty is pretty messed up. Um, that's just my opinion. And some people could say, no, no, if U of L does something wrong, we need to be all over them for them. But the U of L again, and it comes and, and and people can cover whatever they want. I did find it interesting, Roush, that like you didn't have Eric Crawford, Rick Bozich, or WDRB for a really long time, even writing or saying anything about the charges being dropped, those players returning to practice. Uh, per somebody on Cats Illustrated, Eric Crawford reached back out to him because after the charges were dropped, uh, they reached. To, I guess they had emailed Eric Crawford, and okay. 
they emailed him back and said, Hey, the charges were dropped. What are you not going to write about this? And, uh, or, you know, are you not going to say that, you know, you were wrong or you're not going to call out the six or the fraternity people that you gave a platform to. And he said, I saw their evidence. I, you know, I know that if the court didn't take it, the court didn't take it, but I saw their evidence. So I had to kind of go with what I had seen. The thing that, and deputy doofus is roaming around saying, I saw the videos. I saw the pictures. Why, why did these people see these things, but a grand jury, it wasn't good enough for the grand jury. And I'm no law expert, certainly no legal expert, but there are some pictures that can be used in stuff like this. Now, if, if you had somebody Roush, if you had somebody that said that they got punched um, by a UK football player and they had a picture of just a, a bruised arm, that in itself would not be enough. Now, if the next day you'd gone to the hospital and the medical staff had taken pictures of your arm or your face or wherever you'd been hit, those can be used. So I guess what probably ended up happening for these fraternity members is they didn't go through the proper channels or authorities to basically confirm their evidence was legitimate and not just taken at some random time here or there. Which, again, not to excuse what happened, it certainly seemed like it was this immature, stupid thing that spiraled out of control. But if it was so serious to these fraternity members and they felt like their lives were threatened and punches were just being thrown left and right, the cops came that night, didn't do anything. Don't you think the next morning you'd take the necessary precautions and steps to see this through? And yeah. then not, and that doesn't even take into yeah. the account. And that's its own thing. They didn't do that. So it is what it is. And then that doesn't even take into account the fact that the school did their own review, which trust me, I, you know, I know a lot of people think that like, well, this, of course the school is going to want to help out football players. Uh, the school is very yeah. anti any yeah. drama, like anything. Yeah. They're very quick to want to get fraternities off campus and they, they're not going to give football players the benefit of the doubt either. The academic side does not like the athletic side. That's a little inside secret at UK. It's a little inside secret at every major university. <laughs> they feel like athletics get this and get that. That's true, right, Roush? You agree with that? Yeah, yeah. UK athletics and academics don't always aren't always hand in hand. You, I had plenty of teachers that just basically like ripped the athletic program. We're spending this much money, and we do 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 do. You know, I heard it all yeah, the time at UK. The, obviously, there's you know going to be exceptions here and there with different people, teachers, but for the most part, even though UK athletics donates money back to the UK school, like they're they're ne they're they're never going to be completely in sync with one another. And uh, to your point, TJ, like there's been players that they felt didn't need to be in as much trouble, but UK was like, nope, zero tolerance out of here. Uh, remember Lloyd Tubman? That was a. Uh, that, 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 that was like an equally kind of confusing and weird and gross situation. Yeah. Yeah. And I think it, a lot of it, um, uh, yeah, <laughs> we're and, and especially because there was nothing, you know, that like, uh, yeah, it was like an ex girlfriend, he said, she said kind of thing. And the climate at the time was just like, nope, no excuses, you're gone. And I know that like UK athletics and Mark Stoops weren't too happy about it. So, like, that it's not like there's just some sort of culture where UK football is getting away with whatever the hell they want over there. No, and and for the fact that the and to finish that point. The fact that the school came back with their own review basically said 
I think Vito had some community service, or I think he had some stuff he had to do, but everybody else pretty much got cleared. Nothing to see here. And then for the the Lexington police to come back in late August or whatever, early September, whatever it was. This yeah, again, fishy, you know, the whole man. the whole thing yeah. the whole thing is really really bizarre. And, and you don't have to be meantime, a lawyer to understand that like this is weird. Like this is not how normal things go down. Uh, oh, and I, I'd gladly let a lawyer tell me if you know if I'm wrong, if I've been wrong about this, or if, gladly. I, I totally admit I'm not a lawyer, but yes, Rash, from like an outsider's perspective, of somebody that's not a complete idiot, it does just seem bizarre to me. Justin, do you have any legal expert expertise? I was just going to say, should I uh, get a lawyer on the line? Uh, I, I know a big, couple. I wonder what Big Bag Dave's doing. Uh, well, there you go. Wonder, there, there's your one. I wonder I wonder what he's up to. But, yeah. The, Probably losing some gambling picks. You know, I, easy for me. <laughs> definitely doing that. There's no doubt about that. But, e- you know, I, 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 easy for me to say, I suppose. But I do think if I were doofus or a co-worker of doofuses or a family member of doofuses, I would have said once the charges were dropped, I think maybe the best thing for you, just tweet out that. I don't know. I definitely would have doubled down though. I wouldn't have doubled down. <laughs> I'm not saying I would have gotten on my hands and knees and like apologized, but I maybe would have admitted that I got a little too caught up in this. He, you're, he, yeah. And the thing, the thing too, is Mr. Facts over here, like even in his doubling down got facts wrong. So like, I don't, Oh man, I, I don't get it. I'm just, I will say, I'm glad that I don't, um, I'm glad that, or, I mean, the amount of just non-sports stuff that we've had to talk on this show in the last two years is just ridiculous. And the fact that this stupid fraternity party fight, like, I, I don't, I know, I don't know about you, TJ. I was a part of a couple of these, and I was very happy to just move on two days later. I can't even tell you any details of them anymore because they were just stupid, okay? And the fact that, like, this has had to drag out for, like, six months, it, it stupid. Stupid. I, I just, I, I'm, I'm glad that we can kind of move forward and then kind of refocus our attention back onto the Kentucky football team uh, who's got a real big game against the 10th ranked team in the country this Saturday. Yeah, nationally ranked game. We're all pumped up about it. Who Dat Cats fan says, your info's very off base on this. Photos and videos would be allowed in grand jury proceedings if you can prove relevance. That's what we said. We yeah, said that think... you, you, you wouldn't just be able to show this blurry picture of a bruised arm and have no context of when the picture was taken and, and that stuff. It'd need to be, it'd need to be vetted. Uh, it said photos of injuries are used all the time. I did it all the time. I, I'm saying it must have not been the, – the grand jury must have not been or, – Or the evidence might have been ruled inadmissible because you can't prove whose arm yes. that is or whatever. Yeah. Might, which well, I think is a big thing. Because like and, – and I think the big thing in all of this too was that I'm pretty sure there wasn't even a police report filed that night, right? T- M- M- yeah, like, the, the, correct. Like, the police just said like, get out of here, guys. This was a stupid fight. Exactly. So like – you know, it's it, there's another less piece of evidence that you would normally have, like the fact that they had all. Oh, gosh, <laughs> like that that just that just doesn't happen very often. Cops show up to something, yeah. it's nothing, and then six months later, you're indicted him for the, what the cops at the scene thought was nothing. Just it's counterintuitive. Yeah, super bizarre. No denying that. 
Absolutely. All right, let's go to a break here. We'll come back. We do need to talk about the players being back, what that means. Uh, can it help Kentucky for this Saturday, for the future? We'll, we'll get into more of the X's and O's of it. This is KRC on a Wacky Wednesday. TJ Walker, Nick Roush, Justin Kaler. We'll be right back. Welcome back to Kentucky Roll Call with Walker. I know that, dude. And Roush. Wildcard! Yeah! Welcome back, Kentucky Roll Call here on Big X Sports Radio. Go. 961 FM, 1450 AM. Man. Roush showing some disrespect to appraisers in favor of realtors. Sad. Realtors come to us for values, Roush, not the other way around. No, they just want you to confirm their values. Yeah, and guess what? If we don't confirm it, no sale, baby. (laughs) (laughs) No sale. I think that's a a fine price. Yeah. I don't think you're going to have any issues with that at all. I bet you'll probably get over that, maybe. If the mm. market's still as hot as it seems, but uh, it'd be nice. It'd be nice, yeah. but um, yeah, officially put it up for sale this morning. Wow, how so, exciting! Yeah, anybody that, can that's live. The word I was thinking of exciting. It is exciting. It's a it's a new chapter. Do you all have? A, I mean, moving sucks. It it, it is yeah, super frustrating. Yeah. But you know, you got to do it. And once you do it, you're happy, and it's over. And then you'll be at the new place for a really really long time. Do you have a date, a move date in mind? No, no, no. Um, I mean, I don't know. A month from now or something? Uh, yeah, I don't know. Uh, well, yeah, you got to get your house sold. Right? But, like, is can you immediately move into the new house, or are they still? The, no, they, they are out. The, and that's been kind uh, of that's that's been kind of nice, too, um, because in the negotiations, the person is living in, like, California, so they're just like, Okay, whatever. We'll just give you money. We'll just give you more money. We'll we'll get the. Uh, I, I want to be done with this house. So uh, clearly, that's that's fine with me. So uh, well, that's that's good. I mean, slightly concerning. They just want the the house out of their hands as soon as possible. But what that's what inspections are for. Yeah, already got that done. Got Ooh. our repair request. They just gave us money, so I'm cool with that. And I uh, love yeah. the wood in the showers, Nick. I got to be honest. Yeah, it it's not really wood, but it looks like it. Yeah, it looks so, cool. Yeah, yeah, that sucked having to do that. We God, that was our first like let's do a big home improvement project, and it was getting out in the garage and using the tile saw in December, which is wet, it's cold. You're doing all that junk till I don't know ten o'clock at night, and then oh yeah, you don't have a good shower to get into afterwards. It that was miserable. <laughs> so. Hopefully it's worth it. Hopefully it's worth it. Uh, looks great. Y'all did a lot of good work to the place, and I'm sure you will at the new place. Best of luck. And if it ever gets too frustrating, Roush, just know you can go to Thornton's, get some coffee, calm yeah. down, yeah. relax. And it is National Coffee Day, ladies yeah. and germs. It's National Coffee Day. They've got some of the best there. I treated myself yesterday to uh, a bag of Doritos from Thornton's before I hit the road. And, man, I hadn't. 
hadn't really indulged in just the 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 treat yourself kind of bag the the purple spice sweet spicy chili normally i get the the family crowd pleasers but for yesterday i you know it was worth it it was worth it yeah you had a, you had a long day late night in lexington and anytime you're on the road whether you're just going into the office or making a road trip Thornton should be your pit stop destination. It's the perfect place to pick up items that you need to get your day started. Fresh coffee, delicious donuts, and on National Coffee Day, Thornton's is the way to go. Text your favorite coworker, say, I'm popping by Thornton's. What kind of coffee do you like? Any donuts you like? And you can be the coworker. Everybody loves to sit next to. Check out Thornton's and shout out to Kelly Leonardo and Alex Cupper. We appreciate them. All right, Roush. Are we going to see any of these UK players on Saturday? Uh, probably on the kickoff team. I, I would imagine you'd get Vito, McLean, Phillips. You're going to get some of these guys screaming downhill and kickoff. Maybe in a situation or two in the actual offense and defense. Like I could see bringing in Vito whenever it's third and a mile and they want to bring somebody to blitz. Uh, maybe. Um, maybe a little time there that, they're in we'll see kind of mode. I, I'm i not overly confident that we'll get a lot of them, but I think we'll see them some. Um, so four out of the six were going to play multiple special teams prior to the start of the season. So I, I know that they're a little bit off the schedule right now, uh, but if there's one thing we know about Kentucky special teams, they aren't exactly clean right now. They aren't at its best outside of the field goal kicking game. So... Uh, they could use it. They could certainly use it. Yeah, they could. And I I, I think that you're going to probably see Vito maybe in the secondary at some point as well. And I wouldn't be shocked if McLean gets a carry just at some point. Uh, people forget just kind of how dynamic and electric he can be with the ball in his hand. So I, I think you could see uh, I think you could see him in more than just a special teams role. I wouldn't be shocked. I don't think you're going to see him play significant minutes any, right like a ton. Yeah, 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 at any at any one at any one position or any certain series or drives. But UK needed some depth in the secondary, Roush, and you're getting you're getting plenty of depth back. Now, what condition and how ready are they and all that stuff? I don't know. Those are those are questions. I guess the the reporters and the media will get more answers as the week goes on, but. Uh, what was with the reports that they've actually been back for about a week, but not Vito? Any details on that? No, I mean he said all six of them were back last week. Yeah, I think oh. it was Roland and a few other people were saying things along the lines of, uh, "I think yeah, I think it was Justin Roland at Cats Illustrated." He said Vito had missed he he had been there, but he has also missed a couple of days as well. I was just wondering if anybody knew why he had missed a couple of days. Uh, yeah, I don't. I don't know. I got my wires crossed on who's practicing, who's not last night. So I don't want to step back in that mud again. Yeah, there go my face. Well, Hand up. Well, no, that's the good news. We got to tell the Kel crowd is back too. Yeah, no, no, we didn't. Uh, God, I was so mad at myself because it's one of those things that I saw the number three in full pads from behind had similar hair, and I was like, oh man, he's back. It's like, oh, and I noted it at the time, but I was kind of focused on, you know, other things on getting that Stoops story out there about the six guys. And then once I finished, I, it dawned on me again. It's like, oh, I need to fire that out there. And I mean, it took maybe a minute for me to realize, oh, I 
damn it, that kid was wearing the white jerseys. The defense wears the white practice jerseys, not the offense. I was so mad at myself. Uh, and I got to confirm that DeKel was not practicing. So, man, real, real dumb on my part. So, hand up, messed up. You got people excited, Roush. Yeah, even if he was, like, I had tempered expectations generally entering the season. Even when he is back, he'll get a little bit of play, but I don't think a ton, you know, even then. And it's not injury-wise. Like, it's just, you know, this is the Wandell show and with Josh Ali and some some other folks. So, uh, you know, I, I, he might get a catch or two before the year's over with, but I don't expect him to come back and all of a sudden be some sort of missing piece to this offense. Maybe, maybe I, I, I'd love to be wrong, but I, I don't foresee that happening. Yeah, um, yeah, you know, uh, you you want you want the pieces you thought you were gonna have, and uh, I, probably you're probably right. But any any additional help I think could be big, especially with the offense having some struggles, which I still think that I, I'm not ready to be concerned about the offense because I feel like the numbers you can't even get a a good feel. Because of the turnovers. Like, think how many drives have just stopped just like that because of a turnover. Even some drives where you had some momentum or you felt like you were in a pretty good spot, turnovers. So I'm not ready to hit the panic button on this offense yet. Yes, you'd like the full complimentary of players. That includes Crowdis and McLean and all the guys that you can. But I would like a uh, – I'd like to have everybody healthy, everybody in the rotation. But I'm not ready to hit the panic button on this offense just yet. I'm excited to see what the game plan is going to be for Florida because mm-hmm. you feel like you could hit some deep shots against yeah. their secondary. Uh, running on them could be difficult, but Tennessee had some success in the run game. So uh, I'm excited to see what Liam Cohen thinks is going to be the right play. Yeah, he. Uh, it was fun talking with him yesterday because, you know, you're, you're – you feel like you're talking football with somebody that knows a thing or two about it. Um, and like th- there was just a couple situations where he- hearing him talk about Grantham's defense, what makes it different, in, in just the four games this year, they've shown somewhere between 15 to 20 different one-time looks where, all right, for one play, we're going to do this action up front, we're going to have this coverage out uh, in the back, and we're going to roll our safety this way. Like, that is a ton, an absolute ton. <laughs> you just, you just don't, you don't see that that often. So, you know, he was saying that, you, that they're the, really trying to prepare the offensive line for a lot of different movement up front, um, and you know, try to find a better rhythm offensively that can't be disrupted by fumbles. Um, you know, I think they only ran something like sixteen plays in the second half, and. When you're fumbling on first down, you're losing at least three, you know, on drives right there. So uh, that's six, nine, nine or so plays that they just left out on the table. So uh, what I did find interesting that uh, two from Cohen's comments is that, you know, UK's, they scored on three, their, their first possession on three straight games. And so the script is working well. And He's, you know, I asked him like, "Can you can you script more than one series?" And he's like, "Not, not in that same form or fashion, but I can like 
get different combinations from that first script and kind of use them at different points of the game. So I, I think essentially he's looking at, all right, what are good three play, three to four play kind of chunks where we know we can at least get drives going and then go from there. And I, 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 I like that approach because especially if your drive starters are working well, you can kind of get the defense on their heels a little bit. You can get yourself into some manageable third down situations and, and make life easy on your quarterback. Yeah, no, that, that's and, – and he can make life easy on himself too by not having to feel like he has to hit the home run balls, although I do think there will be some for the taking yep. against Florida. But good, like you got to you, you got to make the easy throws, and you got to see the easy throws. It's a it's a two part piece here for Will Levis, and the one part is that that uh, was it the second drive of the game where he threw it to Chris Rodriguez, and Chris Rodriguez fell down, and yeah, it was third yeah. down, and that that turned it to fourth down. That would have been a big gain. Uh, wouldn't have been a touchdown. Would have been a big gain, and. In a perfect world, I think some other running backs can make that catch and still run and 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 not have any issues with it. But it wasn't a great throw, Roush, and it kind of got Chris Rodriguez off balance trying to catch it. And like I said, there are some other running backs that could make that catch and stay on their feet, but not Chris Rodriguez. He's a running back. You need to make that an easy throw for him. That drive ended right there because the throw was just a tiny bit off. That's what we're talking about. That's the difference in drives. That's the difference in moving the chains. And Will Levis needs to make the easy throws easy. Those are the same for crossing routes or slants, Roush, where he has somebody going across the middle. He fires it in there way too hard. It's a little behind. It hits off a fingertip. And then the defense is drooling at the idea of being able to get an interception because that ball hangs in the air for such a long time. He's got to make the easy throws. He's got to be able to see the easy throws. And then you take advantage of the home run balls when you can. He does those things. Then I think this offense gets humming because until the run game kind of gets slowed down or stopped, I think Georgia could have a chance of being able to do that. But we'll worry about that when we get to it. UK should be able to run the ball on everybody. So what you can get from the passing game, then this offense becomes as dynamic as it looked for a brief time against Louisiana Monroe that we haven't seen hardly enough of since that game. Uh, I guess the first half Missouri was really impressive as well. So, you know, the first six quarters of the college football season, I think we can see more of that offense if Will Levis can be consistent and then obviously Chris Rodriguez needs to hold on to the ball, as does Josh Ali. I think those turnovers are going to come back and, and not even out for Kentucky, but should become more closer to uh, to level for Kentucky. Don't want to say water finding its level. Don't want to get people No, up. no, can't get that, people upset. So I'm, I'm going to – but I also would say I wish uh, turnover on downs was counted Considered as a turnover. a turnover. Yeah, yeah, because they had two or three. They they had I think three against South three, Carolina, yeah, but three and that would that would help the turnover margin some. Kind of goes I back thought for I, the longest time it was a turnover. I don't think it is. I, it's I, not, but I thought for the longest time it was. And I said the other day, I was like, I hate that UK's turnover differential is so bad. It it kind of puts makes the defense look worse than they've actually played. But you know they haven't forced as many turnovers. I was kind of wrong. I should have added that they've they have they first forced turnovers on down. Those are basically as good as turnovers. It's the equivalent of a fumble on that play, and you just get the ball right where they left off and right where you pick up, and bada boom, bada bing, you're off and running. So um, 
I'm not worried about the defense. I, I'm excited for the defense against Florida. I think they can kind of be a little disruptive. Not to say that they won't give up some frustrating runs or third down conversions and stuff like that. I'm sure that stuff will happen. But this defense, Roush, could not be playing with more confidence heading into such a big game. I, I, I don't yeah. know if there's a comparable to it in the Mark Soups era where you've said, hey, we need this side of the ball to play really well. They're coming off one of their best games, baby, and we're ready to rock and roll. Yeah, yeah, and especially against a team that's going to run the football a lot, um, which I think in, in turn, Cohen's got to realize like you re- you really have to value possessions even more because you, Florida's going to run the ball, Kentucky, they're going to want to run the ball. The The only thing that just Kentucky hasn't really seen this year is the quarterback run. I thought we were going to get it with Luke Doty. It, it, it Part of me wishes that they could have gotten some of those looks, but part of me is happy that Shane Beamer is dumb enough to not run his quarter. Like that's like the one thing you had and the, the ace in the hole, and you didn't do it, you idiot. Like I, I, I did not understand that at all. But uh, I thought it'd be a good prep for this week. To kind of go back though to your original point, uh, really, you talk about the defense playing at a, a good clip right now. The offense, for as as much as it has shot itself in the foot, still racking up a lot of yards, five and a half yards a carry against South Carolina. Like, that's an SEC team, and you're getting a first down every two runs. Uh, there's a guy that goes by the name of Todd Furman. He, uh, he, he He's an analyst for CBS Sports HQ. He crunched the numbers on yards per play, net yards per play. He went yards per play on offense, minus yards per play on defense. Georgia is number one at 3.9 yards per play. Kentucky is second at 3.3. Florida is 10th. So Kentucky's offense and defense, even though they're not always synced up at the right time, they are playing at a very high level. There's there's no doubting that. Yeah, they, they are, and it's where you need to be going in to a big game like this. Uh, what was it? Oh, what was that? That I guess was our 10 minute timer that we've got yep. going on. There. 10 minute warning. Justin, what is the, what is an outsider? Who's your dingus's perspective of the UK Florida game look like Florida? I think that number's still at eight, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, where, where are you at just in this game? Have you seen any of Florida this year? I have. Yeah. So I watched that uh, Alabama game. So to be honest with you, my opinion of Florida is probably a little inflated uh, simply because of that game. From an outsider's perspective, and, and I hate that you called me out on this because I'm going to probably tick a lot of listeners off, but I think Florida wins probably by about a touchdown. But I do think Kentucky will compete. I think it's going to be a hell of a fun game. Uh, I think Kentucky's going to have a couple leads at one point. It, it, yeah, they got if they take care of the ball, Kentucky absolutely can win this game, but I just I don't see it happening. You do know Trevor was our producer for about three years. You're, <laughs> this is you're true, not going to yeah. – you're not going to offend people by picking <laughs> Kentucky to lose. This and, is true. Kentucky, and Kentucky's underdogs, and they haven't beaten Florida in Lexington for a super-duper long time, and they've only beaten them once in a super-duper long time, but as it, is. It, so it's not it really just, a hot take. I don't think you're going to tick anybody off, Justin. It, it just you're, comes back to Kentucky beat Florida last year at Florida, right? Wasn't that last year? 2018. Oh, okay. Well, Jesus, really? God, yeah. that seems like last year. All right. Well, anyways, was is this team, in your all's opinion, better than that 2018 team or no? That's a good question. No, no, no. No? Yeah, college football is the defensive player of the year and the all-time leading rusher. I mean, it could be, it could be comparable, but 
I mean, as of right now, you say no. I think what you also say, too, is you got to think about this Florida team. And, Justin, I think a lot of people are going to have inflated opinions of Florida because of that game against Alabama. Uh, Tennessee stinks. And even though Emory Jones, we're going to talk just ad ad nauseum about running quarterbacks, he hasn't been great from a passing standpoint. Like, uh Luckett does his Anna Luckett's and his success rate is lower. It's it's like ninth in the SEC. It's behind the Tennessee quarterback who likes to throw the ball over all of his receivers' heads. So there, there's there's a lot of that now. They, 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 they have been playing better as of late. I think that Alabama game did give them some confidence, but they still – Emory Jones still is what he is. He's a good runner. He's an average passer. And uh, they don't have, I think, the future NFL talent that they've also had in previous years, too, especially on the outsides. Copeland's pretty good. Henderson's pretty good. But it's not – Kyle Pitts ain't walking through that door, luckily. Luckily. Thank goodness. Who who was it that uh, talked some trash to Kyle Pitts? Well, no, it was him and Weaver were going back and forth. Yeah, and then, like, yeah. Pitts, like, stood over him as he was, like, laying on the ground with a torn ACL. Well, was, I think that I think that Weaver had said that, you know, like, I'm not worried about him or something along those lines. There, there, was, there was some calling out on Kentucky's part. Yes, but I, I did forget about the standover. That yeah, was and, and Weaver had been playing well against Pitts at that point, too. That game last year... It, it 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 I went back and just looked at the box score. That's so aggravating. They're ten to seven with a minute left at half. You give up a punt return touchdown, and then the Kyle Pitts did the NFL draft highlight on Boss Man Fat on the next possession, and it's just like, well, there goes this football game. It's like God, you you played so well for almost an entire half. The final minute, you kind of let things fall apart. That was frustrating. Uh, it was, it really was the whole pandemic year was frustrating. All right. We read Louisville man next here on Kentucky roll call on big X sports radio, TJ Walker, Nick Roush and Justin Kalen. Okay.